what do you get when you mix two opinionated, honest to a fault, abrasive, yet considerate, say what you want to say, funny women? Will you get this podcast? We're bossy and we're best friends. So welcome to the Bossy Besties podcast. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> I'm Brittany Cabuno with our lovely co-host. Melinda Ford. Happy yeah. holidays. Happy holidays. Um, so we just had Thanksgiving, so we'll call this the Thanksgiving Aftermath episode. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was fine. Nothing, you know, nothing uh, crazy. We didn't really do much. We just went and it was like the five of us and the five of um, like his cousin and his wife, well, wife for intensive purposes um and their daughter term lady friend yeah live you know domestic partner i, I don't i don't know <laughs> common law marriage wife common law that was the word i was looking for <laughs> um yeah we just we just uh watched some football and some sopranos and they deep fried a turkey for the first times and it was it was probably the best i've had deep fried turkey before but this was the first time that rich and len did it they bought one and did it all by themselves and i was very impressed especially especially because we weren't sure if we were even going to be able to do it because when we got there thursday night to like set up the fryer like we i brought the oil and the um propane up and everything we were gonna get like set up just like everything set for the morning you know Mm -hmm. and he hands me the he gets the turkey out of the fridge and he's like you think this is this is a a, a good turkey and i was like it'd be even better if it wasn't frozen solid (laughs) (laughs) what he bought a frozen turkey the day before thanksgiving and i was like um my guy, like these take like days to unthaw. Like, I'm like, I was like, this is this is it. And he's like, well, I ha- Jan has like another one that's already unthawed. Like, she's gonna bake that one in case we fuck this one up <laughs> trying to deep fry it. I was <laughs> like, oh my god, like you can't put it in a deep fryer frozen. So we put it in the sink and we that's put like it. Let's get a fire. Yeah, so we put it in the sink and we put it in salt water and let it soak overnight and it thawed out thankfully because it wasn't like a huge huge one so we were able to thaw it in salt water overnight nice well it's kind of like you brined it on accident well that's what so and that was it that was what i was going to do is i brought up you know like i was going to i brought up like a brine bag and everything it was going to brine it that night so it was ready for the morning and that that didn't end up working out but um yeah we so but it was it, it actually turned out like phenomenal. It was really really good. Like the it was like perfectly crispy and the meat was like super juicy. It was awesome. It was that's, super good. That's way cool. I've only deep fried a turkey industrial style. Like while I was at my previous job, um, we would do Thanksgiving dinner for the staff, and that was the first, uh, second, and third time I deep fried a turkey. <laughs> so did you it's cool that have, you guys did one at home. Yeah. Did you know that they have um, oilless? turkey like air fryers no i didn't either i didn't even know that was a thing and then one of my coworkers was saying like um one year they did they deep fried one in oil and then they bought the the like turkey air fryer the thing has to be like huge i mean it looks like a little you know it looks like a little like drum you know it's 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 probably about it's not much bigger than just the actual oil like turkey fryer you know what i mean 
Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, obviously it's built different. It's, you know, got like that like double wall. So, it, you know, it's got the heating element and everything in it. But, um, and the guy said that I work with, he was like, by far the air fried turkey was way better than the like oil, like deep fried turkey. Oh, that's so I was like, that that's check out. Yeah, I was, and then it was funny because then I, I was looking, I was watching Jackie's, our friend Jackie's Snapchat, and they had two of them. They that's what they were doing with their turkeys. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So she yeah. has two turkey air fryers. It yeah, like. yeah. Well, we got to get to borrow in if you're listening, Jackie. We're calling you. <laughs> I'm actually going up to see her on Saturday. Oh, cool. I was going to ask you if you guys had uh, had the chance to all see one another since the homecoming. No, no, no. Now, no. We, I haven't seen, well, I haven't seen Jack in like a couple years. It's probably been like two years since I saw her. And then, I mean, I talk to her a lot. You know, we FaceTime mm-hmm. and, and like text and stuff. But um, I haven't physically like in person seen her. And now that her husband is home, um we are going to go up and visit them on Saturday. So that's awesome. Pretty excited about that. Very cool. Um, When I think of the wire, I think of uh, Jackie also, because when I had like, you know, almost broke my foot in college and I was laid up and I was staying on her couch for those two days. She was like, you should watch this show. It's good. Um, And I was just like, I'm just so hurt. I can't focus on anything. (laughs) She's actually the one that um, introduced me to weeds not oh the, nice not the drug the show no <laughs> i don't know in college it could have been both yeah. um, <laughs> um that's fun i um, but yeah the first time i ever saw it, i was i had stopped at her house and it was like the episode where she's like hooking up with the dude in the alley like up against the car and i remember like her boot like up on the brick wall or something and i was like what are you watching <laughs> what is this and she was like oh my god you're gonna you will love this show and i didn't i don't i didn't even watch it in that like for years after that it wasn't watched it right after college yeah i was gonna say it was after college when i started i think i think actually i might have started watching it when netflix was still sending dvds to your house that's how i watched the entire season uh, series of dexter yeah (laughs) like send me the discs um well that's cool it sounds like you had a pretty uh mellow thanksgiving thanks to covid so that's cool yeah um you can't do too much right um everybody's pulling people back and forth you're just like yeah we went half hour up the road it was cool yeah you traveled Um, though you went like (sighs) we went nine hours up the road (laughs) (laughs) like through the mountains to grandmother's house we go but it's yaya's house we go um greek for grandma so we went to my dad uh my husband's parents and he hadn't seen them in a year and i was like i'm either gonna have my lady time or i'm going through menopause because when they had their first hug i cried (laughs) they haven't seen each other in over a year and i was just like i don't like i don't even like a lot of people that i'm related to but i would still feel weird if i didn't see him for a year yeah so they haven't seen each other like since like the wedding last thanksgiving we went there two weeks after the wedding that's crazy Uh uh-huh um because then they went down to Florida, and then COVID happened. And That's right. Oh, and you went without history. him to see them. Right. That's right. right. Oh, but don't worry. Um, we It's a holiday, so we ate just as good and better than when I was in Florida. Like, <laughs> just 
food all the time. I was like, I'm... I need to diet after this. Now, do they do like traditional like Greek food for Thanksgiving, or do they do just like like tr- like turkey mashed with like like American well, traditional Greek food, food is the same, um, except for you just add a couple things in. You know, like it's like my big fat Greek wedding. Like, oh, you, no meat, just lamb. I make it's okay. <laughs> I make you lamb. <laughs> so, um, and we had. No lamb, but we had all the traditional stuff. But the Greek thing, we had like the spanakopita, so we had the pitas. Oh, I love spanakopita. And she had the she had made the triangle ones. Oh, like, nice. Um, and those were available. And then this Greek stuffing, which it has meat in it, and it's like ground beef. Ooh. Um, and I'd be down for that. You'll get to try some. I'll make sure of it, but um. I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan of ground beef to begin with. So I tried it again and I was like, yep, don't like it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but like people, we had to bring back for three different family members, the stuffing. Because oh, it's okay. not something you make all the time. But then, you know, they had the twist cookies. Um, they make for their business, but they we sent those home for like 12 different people with us. Um, and then the, I don't. You know what? I don't know, like, what the name of everything is. Yeah. Like, and everything's, like, nothing I've ever heard of until this family. So it's, like, Poximaria. Is that the twist cookie or is it the uh, Greek biscotti? I don't know. But we came home with the twist cookie and the Greek biscotti, and one of them's called Poximaria. (laughs) So um, (laughs) it's written on the box. So I'm just, like, I don't remember which one it is. (laughs) And, you know, I'm, like, looking it up That's now. So- it's the biscotti. The Greek biscotti is the Poximaria. Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> so we just had, like, all the food. It was a really long trip, but Vivian was, like, fabulous on the way down. The way home, she was just like, I know we just did this and I'm not down, but I'll try to be cool. And I will say the Lorax has been a lifesaver. We showed her the Lorax on the iPad, like... A bunch of times. I love that. I bought that for Kimmy's twins when they were real little, and they still watch it. Like, and yeah. Kimmy will like send me a text every time they're watching it. Like, they, she's like, they still love this movie. Oh yeah, uh, it's the best. And I have always liked the Lorax original yeah. um, cartoon. So when they came out this one, I was like, let's check it out. And then every time, it's Danny DeVito's voice. Yeah. So I think of Jen a lot, and then. Every time he would say something about the trees, Ron would be like, I speak for the trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a good it was a good trip up and back and the in between time was it was like a pandemic package. We went from arriving on Wednesday evening to Thanksgiving on Thursday to celebrating my father in law's birthday because it's a few days before Christmas, um, on Friday and then Saturday we did Christmas together. Nice. So you so got all we, the holidays in one trip. Oh yeah, we we jam packed it up, and we even made some gingerbread houses. Oh, that's cute. Well, you um, tried to make hot, cho- hot chocolate bombs too. That was not a bomb. It was a bust. Um, <laughs> hot chocolate bust. I want to come and make them with you because I just I, I'm not somebody of patience, and I also am not somebody of like crazy precision either oh my so gosh. i need like they... i need to go through the process with someone to feel like i'm not going to get so worked up well that's the thing and they're not hard to make they are just so time consuming so time consuming like it's just like a tedious thing like i made a batch 
and I've sold them all just like privately because I originally was going to like post it publicly to sell them on Facebook and now I'm like having this internal dilemma of do I want to make more and sell them or do I just want to pretend like that was a one and done deal because it was such a pain in the ass oh uh, and I was like I can't believe people are buying these things for five dollars then when I was trying to make them I was like these should be five hundred dollars each (laughs) seriously so good on you for even making them at all. I think I am going to make some more. But anyway, so, but you guys, so you guys quarantined before you went out of state um, and got tested and everything, right? Because um, yes, your husband's family is like immunocompromised, correct? Yes. Um, his mom has scleroderma, which is an autoimmune um, disease. So she can't run any risks. You already are... Um, trying to dodge the common cold you know yeah so and scleroderma um it's pretty much like a tightening of the collagen so you don't you don't look at somebody and say oh they have scleroderma right it's like your hands don't work right your mouth is too tight to comfortably be able to eat you know stuff like that so um we do a fundraiser every year like a big walk which we went virtual this past year and we just talked about it over this week we'll be going virtual again next year so we'll definitely have an episode where we give information on how people can help out with that yeah that's Um, great yeah because that was not i've never heard of it until you know you started educating me on it and i only had heard of it before um ron and i had met because his family puts up billboards for the walk every year oh okay like so it's like it being from that area you see it a lot because they raise awareness and funds yeah. it where you They live. actually are the keystone of the state of Ohio for awareness and having a walk. So we have like one of the most successful walks in all of the state. Very cool. So it's a, it's a big deal and it's a cool thing to be able to help people and then get educated on something that's like weird enough that it's um, repeatable good information and could be like you know like a brain teaser kind of like what we did with the animal stuff it's like let's talk about autoimmune diseases this one's weird for this reason you know like yeah um but so what would you say your most thankful thing would be right now in this uh recording that we're doing like what are you most thankful for right now Mm, i would say that's not like just your family like anything new and exciting or Honestly, I like Chloe today has been just like this little like ray of sunshine. Like we put up our Christmas. She's like yesterday she talked us into putting our Christmas tree up. And so we decorated and then, you know, the elf came because it's December 1st. And uh, but he's what's the elf's name? Um, Glitzen. Okay. Glitzen is is our elf, and he is in quarantine for the next 14 days, so he is inside of a um, little light box on top of the mantle. (laughs) You are so good. You just gave yourself 14 free days of no moving. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but anyway, so the, and and then we had, we had, I got a new Christmas tree last year on Black Friday for like $59, and it was, you know, a pre-lit green Christmas tree that you can change the lights to either white or like multicolored mm-hmm. and so my old tree that we had was a, it was a white christmas tree the girls wanted to know they wanted to put that christmas tree up in their bedroom so 
they got Chloe got to like decorate and the elf came and she's got a Christmas tree in her room and then she woke up to like multiple inches of snow today um she could not be a happier child on earth like she has just been like beaming excitement all day and so I'm thankful for you know just that that just sheer amount of it you know I joy I loved the picture that you sent us of her. She's just beaming. She's like Buddy the Elf in your real life house. (laughs) With her little snow penguin. She's making a penguin army. I'll I'll have to take a picture of it when she's got a bunch of them made. Is that a mold then? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So what do you think? I I know what I bet I can guess what you're thankful for. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for this last week with my little baby hanging out with her living in my pocket. Because I no longer suffer from joblessness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I start my new position on Monday, December the 7th, the day that we live in infamy. So exciting. Have you found anybody to um, sit with that tiny babe? So, yeah, the daycare that she went to before all of the uh, COVID stuff happened. So they thankfully had room for her. We tried the in-home, seeing what was available, but it just was not any, like anybody that was brought to our attention just wasn't going to work, you know? Somebody who's maybe pregnant and due a few months into the year, it's like, well, what if you have a delicate pregnancy? Then we're kind of like at square one again if you right. get put on home rest. And I, I said, as a female, it sounds really crappy because the second, oh, and she's pregnant and due um, in April, I was like, nope. I was like, and that sounds awful because I'm just like, yeah, you can't. But it's it's a different situation. It's a one-on-one thing. I would hire a pregnant person for a lot of jobs, just not the one in my house where you have to pick up a 30-pound baby and there's not really an option to not. Right. Well, and also in, in the way that, like you said, like if something happens, like God forbid, you know, then you're like still – then you're scrambling again and you're already like in the midst of this job and trying to figure it out like you don't have any time. Correct. So um, they're able to take her back. This feels like the first time all over again. Like I was putting her to bed the other night and I was like, you've been such a good girl while you're traveling and you're going to go to school and hang out with people next week and we can do all of the stuff this week. And meanwhile, I know she's like hearing me, but not really getting it all. But I was just like, I feel like I'm giving my kid like a pep talk. Like it's going to be okay. Meanwhile, it's for me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. She, you know what, though? That'll be good for her to be around other kids. Her She's age, such you know? a bully. She bullies me. I'm 35, so she needs to go get checked. <laughs> like, I hope they have, like, a bigger kid that can check her. <laughs> she needs to be shoved down once or twice. Yeah, take her toy. <laughs> Grab her whole face. <clears throat> Maybe the first time she gets bit, she'll stop biting you. I don't know. I've, I I better. I broke down. Did you finally broke time t- or two. Good for you. I was just like, I don't know how to stop you. So this is what we're going to do. You should have seen my um, mother-in-law's face. I'm sitting there and she chomps down. And I was like, so I showed her the teeth mark. She goes, I am so disappointed in it. And I was like, I told you. And I even gave her. <laughs> I tell people now, I'm like, she bites sometimes. And she's teething again with those um, canines. Mm. And... I'm like, if she bites you, whatever part of your body she's biting, you have to jam it further into her mouth. And if you can't, you need to fish hook her (laughs) to release the jaw. (laughs) So it's like I'm giving, like, these instructions for my pit bull. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, she's meaner than a pit bull. 
<laughs> I think it's. I think this one. She just came this way though, because we've definitely treated her right. <laughs> she was not. She was not mistreated in this home. Uh. <laughs> What's funny is I looked out to check on her because she's watching uh, TV right now, and I just wanted to make sure she wasn't putting a bag on her head or anything. She was <laughs> drinking her milk, and she saw me look at her, and she smiled, and all this milk just poured out of the side of her face. <laughs> And then she put her hand on her mouth like, oops. And then she smiled again. Same thing. <laughs> and then I just looked behind me and her room is covered in like freeze-dried snacks. <laughs> Ron bought these like freeze-dried fruits and vegetables and I think she liked the fruits, but the vegetables were not a hit. Because <laughs> they they're all over the place behind just me right finding now. finding them stashed. Like I, I had my back turned for a few minutes and I turned around and it's just like... Mm, looks like a bunch of freeze-dried green beans exploded all over She the threw them out like it was a parade. She crushed them up. <laughs> she confettied them. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a dick. <laughs> so I'm taking my kid out of the house to be cared for while I have to go to work. And now you have been working from home, but now your kids are also working from home? It's terrible. I, I was going to say, how's that going? But apparently it's terrible. Tell it's, me about it. It's terrible. That's what I said to I said to Rich the other day because, like, I feel like, like my depression has been, like, like this, like, dark cloud. You know, like, I've been, like, I just felt it looming. And, like, we've talked about this, like, with season change and, you know, it gets dark early. And now, like... I'm working from home and my kids are home 24 seven and I'm trying to manage, you know, keeping them on track and keeping a house clean. And I'm like, I, and I said to him last night, I said, well, I, I said the other night, I said, you know, it used to be like whenever I would feel down or, you know, things would happen. Like I was able to combat my depression with, um, because I've, I've not ever really been one to take meds. Not that I think there's anything wrong with them. I just, the few times that I tried, they weren't the right meds for me. You know what I mean? And so I am more of a, I try and meditate. I, you know, play sports, uh, go to the gym. You know, I do things like natural things like that to try and combat it. And that works for me, which it doesn't work for everybody. Um but I don't have those outlets right now because, you know, we're in, we're back in like lockdowns and I work from home. So even when I had a job before, it was like, even though I was going to work, I was getting out of the house, you know, or I was getting like, you know, that ride to work or from work. I'm not getting that anymore. And I said to him last night, I said, I feel like I'm a stay at home mom again with three toddlers and I'm staring at the same walls every day, day in and day out. And I feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. It's like, it, it's, it, it is, it's like, oh my goodness. Like I just. But you have three of them and they're not toddlers and they can tell you what they want and they give you like an adult attitude, but they need the care of a child. Exactly. So that's so much. And I have this kid who can barely communicate that she peed her in her pants and I know how I felt with just one. So you having three with all of that going on? Yeah, it's a lot. It, it's so much. Like it's just like it's overwhelming. And it and I and I understand too now. And you know, we were like discussing. You know, he was like, "What can I do to help?" And I'm like, 
I, I have to start communicating my needs. Like I have to do a better job of saying, hey, can you help me with this? Or hey, mm-hmm. can you please go take care of this? Instead of just doing it and being pissed off about it, like I have to do – I have to like open my mouth and actually say something instead of just assuming that things are my job or my responsibility or that I'll just do them because nobody else will do them. Like I have to open my mouth and I have to say something. And so mm-hmm. that's something that I'm trying to work on and do better at. And like um, last night after we put all like the decorations and stuff up, I was like – there was like crumb – there was like food, like, you know, like crumbs you know how kids are there's like crushed up food on the kitchen floor and stuff and there's like tinsel and glitter and everywhere from all the decorations being drug out and we both wanted to go take showers and I said hey um and in my head I was like all right I want a vacuum I want to sweep this floor and then I'll go get a shower and I stopped and I said hey would you vacuum while I sweep the kitchen floor um and then we can go get showers and he was like yeah for sure like, and to me, that was, like, a big deal, like, that I, like, asked for help. It's easier to say you're going to ask for help than to actually do it. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very cool that you are working on that because it's something I sucked at and then I would explode. <laughs> yeah. So now I just, I'm like, I'll do all the dishes and I'm like, so it would have been nice if you would have come in and maybe tried the dishes or offered to finish them. So now I switch from that to, okay, so I did all the dishes that fit in the drying rack. I left the rest for you. Yeah. And, well, that's, and that it what, works out. That's what this morning I started to like unload the dishwasher and cause we're both on vacation all week. Oh yeah. And, yeah. So, um, he said, if you just wait till I'm done watching this show, like whenever this episode's over or whatever, he's like, I'll go, I'll come in there and do that. Instead of just being like, no, it's fine. I'll just do it. I'll just do it right now. Like I was like, okay. And I just walked away. <laughs> like, <laughs> And like, I let that be like, so I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to help Mommy. myself. Yeah, absolutely. Mommy. I mean, I feel like people want to help us out. It's just, we, either don't want the help because it's just like I'll just do it the right way and not have to worry about it yeah or I'm just so used to having to shoulder these things that it's like why well, even bother yeah yeah absolutely absolutely you get in your own head and like you you can talk yourself in and out of all sorts of things oh and plus I'm like notorious for like giving everybody like world-class fucking advice about their lives and themselves and their problems and not taking it myself <laughs> I mean, is that true for everybody? Yeah, I probably. Um, I mean, I definitely thought about it whenever we were talking a few episodes ago, we were talking about, you know, like mental health and all that. I was like, I feel like I put people in their place often like, hey, you need this and you do it too. But then we're the people that are like, "Mm, yeah, I don't know what I need. Yeah. But I know what everyone else needs. (laughs) Well, I think, and I think that is definitely the, um not the crux I'm not sure what word I'm I'm looking for here but like that's the thing about mental health is especially being somebody who you know I, I I'm I, I'll say I'm intelligent I'm, I'm no dummy you know like I'm smart enough to know to know how to sit back and understand a situation and to say all the right things but when you experience mental health issues yourself 
you it's hard when you're in the thick of it to step out and see it from the outside. Like I know what I should mm-hmm. be doing and I know what I can't, you know, should do and what changes I should make and you know, but when you're just like living your life, you don't step back and and look at it like that. I agree 100%. I think that, you know, sports are played with a coach because the player can't see from the outside what everybody's doing, you know. So For sure. everybody needs a coach. I've had a therapist for a, over a year now and I like my OB, she and I were the ones talking about a therapy um, in the beginning. And she was like, I feel like everybody should just be born and assigned a therapist. Just yeah. Everyone could just, use one, could just use one. Like if it's for nothing else, just to blow off some steam so you don't blow up at someone or whatever. So um, just to shift gears a little bit with um, the mental health stuff, I feel like people put too much on themselves also. They just like, they're like, let's just add another responsibility. Something feels comfortable and that doesn't feel okay because I'm never comfortable. So then they're like, yeah, let's bring something to keep alive like you're trying to keep yourself alive right now in the pandemic and um then they're like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get a new pet i'm gonna get a dog i'm gonna get a cat whatever and i think that's like stupid (laughs) like yeah you might be home and you're like i can i can totally train this new animal um yeah but you're home and you're you have to retrain yourself and your existing animals and kids for this new normal Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of the things I just wanted to talk about were how disgusting cats are. <laughs> um, I just wanted to make sure we talked about cats. Like, obviously, we know that I have negative outlook on cats because I just said they're disgusting. Hmm. How do you feel about cats? Because I don't want to just put all my information out there. Well, I mean, we have a cat. Um, but that dude, like, we don't, I mean, he, she lives in the basement. <laughs> See, I'm calling, I'm calling her a he. That's how much I don't fuck with that cat. Um <laughs> She just, like, lives in the basement and lives, like, her fat, happy life. She's got, like, a whole apartment down there, practically. Um, but, well, but she's so fat because she used, she was an outside – she was, like, a feral cat that Ritz started feeding when we lived in our rental. And so she would, like, bring us, like, dead things to the door, you know, like – so mm-hmm. they like formed this bond, and so when we bought a house, he took this feral cat from the wilderness into our home, um, and now it's fat because it doesn't get it doesn't have like a wild life to live and run around and chase animals, um, <sighs> but yeah, it doesn't like it's not like in our living space like you know like it's not putting its butthole on my kitchen counter. <laughs> Because that's what you think about cats. Like I think I, that's the stuff. first thing I think of when I think of, like, cats in somebody's house. I'm like, that cat puts his butthole all over your kitchen counter. <laughs> or and they even, if nothing doesn't. else, they treeps around all over the place. And, like, cats are gross because they poop with other poops. Like, <laughs> that's that's, like, the grossest thing to me. Like, would you ever just, like go number two and then just leave it hanging and be like, I'm going to do this like four or five more times and just put a little toilet paper over top of it and call it a day. Or even like use your bare hands just to flop a little bit of water on there or something, you know, like, cause that's pretty much what cats are doing. They're just like, Oh, I pooped here. Now I'm just going to cover it up with this sand mixture. And then I'll be back to do this again right here in the same place and I'm going to poop with these other poops walking over hard poops, touching their soft poops. Like it's just nasty. And they also pee in there too. Like it's all gross. They're doing it all. They're disgusting. Like <laughs> they're supposed to be like the cleanest animals though. Like, cause they're I, always cleaning themselves. Oh, because their sandpaper tongue is just what sand, 
like sanitized in their hot, gross cat mouth. I can't take the thought of like cat hair all over my house. Like that grosses me the fuck out. Because it is gross as hell. Yeah, like um, I think like Rich would probably leave and never come back if he was like eating a meal and there was cat hair in it. <laughs> just yeah, just I'm out of here. My parents have like the closest thing to a cat that's a dog. It's a King Charles Cavalier, mm-hmm. and those things shed. And like you sit down, then you get up, and now you have like fur pants on. It's disgusting. Yeah, and like you can't like I get it. Like you can't do anything about it, but at the same point, like yeah, you can. Just don't bring it in your house. <laughs> like gross. <laughs> And cats, like, they they don't even, like, love you. They're, like, they're it, they're like the hug from Step Brothers. <laughs> they're like the hug that Rich gives me with the butterfly back. <laughs> Just like, real real kind of far apart and real weird with the fingertips only. Yeah, let's, like, I'll go down and, like, I'll, I'm, like, you know, changing like, change the litter box and feeding the cat. And I'll, like, sit there and talk to her it. And... It'll like she'll like rub her head on me and then bite me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know you want this, so this is for you. But I've wanted to bite you since I saw your face, so this is for me. Hi. Yeah, you're like an abusive parent, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, or Vivian. I, right. Exactly. I exactly. Vivian's basically a house cat. <laughs> yes, and uh, if she wasn't a human, she'd not leave hairs everywhere. At least, although she is hairy like a cat. She's Greek and Italian on Ron's side. I'm like, she's going to have a unibrow. She already has like a shadow of one. And I was like, I'm going to shave that. And all of my in-law family were like, no, you're not. I was like, yes, I am. (laughs) Can't tell me what to do. Like, it's my kid. I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'll wait until it's really visible, but I'm not going to let her go to school with a unibrow. Sorry. (laughs) Not going to happen. She's not that girl from Dodgeball. Oh my goodness. But yeah, um, that's, cats are whores and can't read. That's the last thing I have to say about cats. <sighs> cats are whores and can't read? Is that what you just yeah. said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a girl that worked for me a while back, she bought me a pin that had like a cat drawn on it that said cats are whores and can't read. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> perfect. And you know, cats are whores. I've seen they them. Make, I've seen them. They make that like awful noise, like whenever they're in heat. Have you ever, you know what noise I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh my God. That's what Rich would, Rich would be like, that cat's trying to fuck. We used to always have, where, like I said, where we rented, the neighbors just like would get like cats and like there was like these other like random like just tom cats that like lived in the woods so they'd knock up all the neighbor's cats and there would just be hella kittens like there was always mm-hmm. fucking cats around and then you would just hear that awful noise you're like the cats are trying to fuck trying to get the little cat ass tonight <laughs> no <laughs> and they they it's just like they all all cats have pineapples upside down in their porches man <laughs> they they be swinging Oh, also, I did want to mention this, now that I brought that up, totally off of any of our timeline here. Um, I listen to a podcast called Stuff You Should Know, and they do short episodes, Mm -hmm. and they did a short episode about pink lawn flamingos. Yeah. Um, And in that episode, they said that these pink lawn flamingos used to be a sign for people who were into swinging. Carter. Uh huh. And then they brought up the pineapple thing too, and I was like, possibility that our our close cohort 
one Jim Carter likes the lingos for more than one reason. Who I know he used to help shoot some pornography, so who knows? I mean, anything goes. It's amazing. It's but, amazing. Um, I did want to mention that COVID has taken and giveth in the fast food department. Um, I have not had McDonald's since I was pregnant, I think, with Vivian um, until our road trip. And then we had to go to McDonald's to get some food when we were on the road. Did you know that the Quarter Pounder is made with real meat now? And they're, like, telling you? They're like, hey, the Quarter Pounder is made with, like, real beef, (laughs) not horse meat. But... Pink slime. But, like, they don't say the not horse meat thing, but then, like, it begs to... Begs the question, like, what's the rest made of? Yeah. But it actually was pretty tasty. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. If you can get, like, a fresh one, it's it's not bad. To my understanding, they're always fresh because it's the real meat, so they don't want it just sitting. So, like, the second you order it, they're just like, grill man, put the real meat on the grill now. And they don't pull it out of that drawer. I've got one that, like, the the bun is kind of, like, stale-ish. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and it's like, ugh. I've noticed that they, um, their menu has shrunk extensively. Like I used to get, now I, I hate buying fast food breakfast like anywhere. I, I hate it. Absolutely. Like breakfast is like my favorite meal of the day. And like when I'm home on the weekends, I make all out breakfasts. And, but you know, occasionally when you're hungover and you're like, okay, I can't even like function to like live my life. And the somebody, best breakfast sandwich is? No, I always got the if because McDonald's is right around the corner from my house, so I'd get the steak, um, the steak biscuit sandwich, and they don't even have steak sandwich breakfast sandwiches at McDonald's anymore. Oh, see, I never really went off of the regular grid, and I just like the sausage McMuffin with egg. Okay. That was like my jam, and then I tr- well because I tried one of their bagel sandwiches once, and it came with like this like ungodly amount of like weird fake butter all over the sandwich, and I was like, oh, weird, hell no, I will not be back adventuring anything else, and I'll take my sausage McMuffin with egg. Well, they gave me a bagel, a steak bagel sandwich one time on accident, you know, because they're notorious for, like, fucking your order up. Mm-hmm. And it was like it wasn't even, like, toasted. Like, it was just, like, a thick-ass, just, like, regular bagel. Like, I was like, this, it was just so dry. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, it was so hard to, like, chew through that bagel as a sandwich, like, with the minimal amount of, like, you know, accoutrement in between i was like this this was a terrible idea (laughs) yeah (laughs) well it was the most exciting thing that they finally were like oh yeah we live in the future because it's 2020 it's already the future and or 2019 they started doing all day breakfast yeah yeah well that was a couple years back they started doing that wasn't it i mean i didn't really know until i was pregnant i feel like yeah it's been a few years it's been a few years because i remember like when i was bartending that was like get out late night and you're like we can have breakfast yeah well covid took that away oh really yeah there's no more 24-hour breakfast and they'll laugh at you like you should just go through the drive-thru and be like do you guys have breakfast and I'm like <laughs> no dude like nothing if, it, it's crazy like with covid um when i was going and playing softball on friday nights before like we we went through this like second lockdown phase um they were always late games and i'd be like oh okay well i'll bring home some like food after i play or whatever like nothing is open past 
10 o'clock. I mean, and we're talking like even like trash food places that were usually open, like Wendy's is open till one, Taco Bell is open till two, like nothing. Like it's like everything is closed. Everything. Yeah. It's like McDonald's and Sheets are like the only thing that like sells food past 10 p.m. Uh, it they took like COVID took everything away. My Walgreens pharmacy twenty four hours not twenty four hours anymore. Yeah, I don't think our Walmart is open twenty four hours anymore either. I feel like ours isn't either, but I don't go to Walmart. Yeah, I wouldn't really know. I I, I think I just assume because I know they stopped doing that in the beginning, and I I thought that they just never opened back up twenty four hours. But I could be wrong. Somebody could tell me different. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I know that um, you can get the curbside or whatever, but the the curbside ordering is always not the same hours as any store. Yeah. But I did my first ever online order with Aldi, and I did, like, the curbside pickup, and it was awesome. Oh, I didn't know they did curbside pickup. I thought they only did, like, Instacart, like, delivery. No, um, it's through the Aldi website, but it's all through Instacart, but it's at Aldi so you can do the curbside pickup or you can pick delivery I did not know that I wonder if mine does that I would think My so Podunk Town doesn't do a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> well when you drive up they probably have like two or two or three spots that are painted blue on the side of the building and those are like the Instacart pickup spots my Aldi is like sandwiched like in a strip mall mm, okay so I don't, so I don't it, know. It, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look. I'll check it out. I'll see if it's available. Because I yeah, do like Aldi. Fact. I like Aldi. We've had this discussion before. Yes, we have. <laughs> uh, was, wasn't Aldi the place that had like all the good chocolate and stuff when you were starting to do baking for this? Or you bought a bunch of flour and sugar for four cents or something? Yeah, I, I like got a bunch of, uh, they had like all their like brown sugar and powdered sugar and stuff on sale for like 95 cents a bag. Oh, when you win, you win. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do think that we had a very good welcome back after Thanksgiving episode. And I feel like we should just cut it off here before uh, we get too much into another subject and then have to start it for the next episode. I agree. I agree. It was great uh, talking. I haven't really talked to you. Well, we got to talk a little bit, but I'm, I was glad to hear your voice. It, it's been a pleasure. And Vivian wanted to make her way to the episode, so she came running in here real fast. Um, so, Vivian, hi. say There you go. Let's say, say hi. <laughs> Have a kiss. Aww, <laughs> she so put her sweet. face towards the microphone like she was going to say something and then just smiled. <laughs> well, we will see you all for our next episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And hurry up and get all your sale stuff or get your orders in because if you don't place your order by December 4th, you ain't getting it in time for Christmas. Oh. And you want to say bye? <laughs>